welcome to episode 007 of Deep Dive, podcast for fulfilling career change. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how making a paper chain saved me in my career change. And we'll talk about five ways you can cope during this overwhelming life change. I'm your host, Zoe Baxter, and I'm a career coach specializing in helping women who feel trapped in their jobs to make that career change, leaving them feeling utterly fulfilled and fired up for their job on a Monday morning. I do want to point out the irony of this being my 007 James Bond episode, this epic spy character who has a license to kill, and I happen to be making an episode on cute, colorful paper chains. (laughs) Now, if you're new or you aren't on my email list, which by the way, I'd recommend signing up for, you get my free booklet to find your dream career when you do. But if you haven't been getting my emails, then I imagine you must be pretty confused as to how a paper chain was actually pivotal in my own career change. Before I get on that, let's dive into the difficulty you could be having in even taking the first step in your career change journey. Maybe you find yourself in a job that is not fulfilling you at all. In fact, it's doing the opposite of filling you. You're feeling drained emotionally, physically, and mentally at the end of every day. You pine after your weekends, longing for your days off when you can finally recharge. You are being overworked. You don't remember your task list being this insane when you started working here, but now it seems unsurmountable. You skip breaks, work through lunch, Sometimes you either work late at the office or take work home with you. If you're working from home, well, those work-life, home-life boundaries have long since been erased. You aren't getting paid close to what you should be earning for the experience and skills you bring to the table. Well, with all that, it's not difficult to see why this job is simply not working for you. But I have to ask, why are you still in it? There's a quote from Susan Jeffers which could help challenge you right now, and it goes like this. If you knew you could handle anything that came your way, what would you possibly have to fear? I'll say that again. If you knew you could handle anything that came your way, what would you possibly have to fear? And that's so helpful to reflect on. There are 101 excuses you could tell yourself which will hold you back from handing in that resignation letter. Things like, I need the money. It's the only thing I'm qualified to do. The job market is too hard right now. I'll wait until the economy is more stable after the pandemic. My coworkers will hate me because they'll have to pick up the extra work until the new recruit adjusts. People will think I'm a quitter, and I just give up when the going gets tough. No one will hire me. It was hard enough to get this job. I'm not good enough. I can't be unemployed. My family won't understand. And so it goes on. But you see, at the root of all of these excuses is fear. Fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of the unknown. Fear 
is at the center of them all. Challenge that. Challenge those fears with what if you knew you could handle the reaction of your boss when you hand in your resignation? Ask yourself, what if you knew you could handle it? Because guess what? You can. Fear of judgment and shame of having left or given up, as my inner critic would say, were unexpected emotions that came up for me. Even recently, as I reflected on my own career change, which I talked about in the last podcast episode, having moved back to Scotland from Peru, I would feel ashamed, almost as if I was selfish in choosing what was right for me, prioritizing my well-being. Which might sound ridiculous, but ask yourself, Are you doing the same thing? Now, I made my decision to leave my job where I was overworked and undervalued, and you can make that decision too. It's not selfish to do that. A paper chain for me was what helped me make that change, make it work, and maybe it could help you too. You see, I made myself a colorful, really pretty paper chain out of strips of flower printed paper and intentionally made the chain to have 48 paper links. Now you might be asking, why 48? It's a very specific number. Well, my intention for that paper chain was that each paper link represented a day that I had left in my job from the moment I handed in my resignation notice. At the end of each and every day, I would tear a link off of the chain, one link gone, one more day achieved, one step closer to a career that I dreamed of. Now, there were definitely some days where that paper link would get ripped into smithereens as I used it to release any heavy negative emotions I was holding at the time. My leaving period was quite turbulent, which I know I've mentioned before, But if it wasn't for this simple paper chain, I may well have given up and stayed put in that job despite how poorly I felt there. You see, as much as I wanted this career change, I felt so overwhelmed and confused and exhausted and scared, quite frankly. But I knew that although I felt a ton of fear, I knew that this was the right decision for me. As I mentioned with that Susan Jeffers quote though, I needed to believe I could handle anything that came my way. That pause, that moment with a very floral paper chain was helpful for me to reflect and care for my well-being during this highly logistical transition in life. And that's what I recommend you to do too. You, of course, deserve your dream career, but don't let that come at the price of your well-being. I do want to pause real quick and say that obviously a paper chain won't fix everything. In fact, there are five things I recommend you try to help ease part of the overwhelm of this career transition. So let's go, five things. Number one, do something fun. Now this is where you could make a paper chain if that floats your boat, but this could look different for you. (laughs) You could try drawing for five minutes or dancing to your favorite songs, sending a goofy picture to a friend. Use your imagination, but do something fun. The point of this is to allow you to enjoy the process of change and offset any stress and anxiety that you may be experiencing. Okay, number two, routines. 
I've mentioned this in an earlier episode and this for sure merits an episode of its own right, but I would really encourage you to keep some kind of morning and or evening routine. In doing so, you are doing yourself a favor in the respect of allowing your brain and body to readjust to each new day. These don't have to be extensively complicated at all. It can be as simple as a five-minute space in the morning to just sit and breathe and drink a glass of water, and then five minutes in the evening to write down what you're feeling in that moment. They act as bookends in your day by doing that. For me, my evening routine was vital and what I would call my work detox. I would tear up my paper link for the day, have a quick warm bath, write down one thing I was grateful for, and that was it. Simple, took me 10-15 minutes, that was it. was done, and it was really helpful for me. Okay, so that was routines. Number three, eating and drinking well. Yep. I said it. Now, I am no nutritionist here, so I'm not going to tell you how to do this. You're smart enough to already know what it means to eat and drink well. Let's face it, any change in our lives requires a lot of mental and physical energy, so if our bodily machine doesn't have the right fuel, it only goes to reason that it's going to be harder to accomplish everything you're trying to do. So, eating and drinking well. Number four, exercise. Again, you know your body, you define what this could look like for you, and I'm betting you've probably heard a thousand times over how exercise is beneficial to your mental health and your mental well-being, but you're going to hear it again. This is important. Exercise is really key to your mental health, not just your physical health. Similarly to what I said about routines though, this does not have to be a hugely extensive and complicated thing. Just moving about for 15 minutes is better than nothing. Your body needs it and your mind will be thankful to have the break to come back more focused and ready to tackle this career change for you. Number five, the last thing here, the last thing that I want you to consider implementing to ease this transition is to reach out to other people for help. If you know that you have limited time and you want to eat better and you can't do that by yourself, well, ask your significant other or a friend to help make some healthier food for you. Are there things in your life that you need help with so that you can invest even more time and energy into job searches and applications? Ask for help. Just as you would help a friend in need, others will be willing to do that too. You've just got to ask. Okay? So these are five things that I would definitely spend a bit of time implementing. Again, it doesn't have to be a big, complicated process, but these five things will help you cope and pull off this career change making it look as epic as a James Bond movie as he gets out of sticky situations. If this podcast resonated with you and making your own career pivot is where you find yourself, but you feel overwhelmed by the enormity of how to go about a career change, then gal, I've been there, you know that. I know that overwhelming feeling all too well. 
my three-month one-to-one program, Changing Time, is open and is for women who feel trapped in their current career and are desperate to take action to finally get that career which leaves you feeling fulfilled at the end of each day and loving Mondays again. This program is tailor-made and waiting for you to get started. Sign up to a coffee chat with me using the link in the show notes so we can talk about how this program can work for you. Thank you so much for deep diving with me in this podcast today. You can get in touch with me if you have any questions on what you've heard today. And you can find me on social media on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at Zoe Baxter Coaching. It's of course been a pleasure coming to you with another episode. Please share this podcast on your socials, tagging me if you enjoyed this episode. For now, I'll catch you in the next episode. This has been Deep Dive, podcast for fulfilling career change. And I've been your host, Zoe Baxter. Bye!